Hey, welcome. This is Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you win with your money. And I'm your co-host, James Parker. On today's episode, you're going to hear Gregory help a couple of callers understand how the surrender period on their annuity works. We have a complimentary download on this topic waiting for you. Go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 35. This is episode 35, so it's gregoryricks.com slash podcast 35. Let's talk to Charlene in New Orleans. You're on Winning It Life with Gregory Ricks. How can we help you? Hi. Uh, I'm so happy to be on with you. I love listening to you guys. Thank you. Thanks for and I opened, I opened a fixed annuity about a year ago, and... I just received my paper, uh, the annual statement, and I just had some questions. It turns out, uh, I'm just curious, the surrender charge period they've given me, um, after that, I would be eligible to take out what I put into it if I, without a surrender, if that's what it says here? Yeah. For example, if you have a 10-year surrender period... During that 10 years, there's a fee to exit from the entire account, but you should have the ability to take distributions along the way as well, because that's kind of what they're designed for is to kick out income. And once the surrender period's over, in most cases, and and this is a blanket conversation because I don't know your particular situation, but anything I would recommend would have the ability for the money to walk away in a lump sum if you so choose to. Correct. So since on here it does say surrender charge period five years, I have a percentage broke, uh, breakdown for year one, two, three, four, five, and then after that I'm no longer going to have to pay, I guess, what do they call it? Surrender. Yeah, surrender value. Right. Um, Yeah, the surrender fee to take the lump sum out during the surrender period. And just out of curiosity, uh, I have, and I don't remember seeing this last year when I did this, but I have a maturity date that is (laughs) like 18 years from now. But I mean, basically, that's how long I can leave my money in there and draw my interest on it until I have to do something else uh, or renew it or Whatever. Is that, yeah, is, this, a, that is this an IRA or an no. after tax account? It's an after tax uh, account. It's strictly money that's invested with a bank as a fixed annuity. Okay. So is this more like a CD annuity or index? Issues, uh, it says that it's an insurance uh, qualified type, non qualified. Uh, let's see. Well, are you getting uh, a yield? Yeah. How, how is the money growing in the account? Is it a specific yeah, interest well, rate? Yeah, well, there's a 4%, 4% in, uh, fixed uh, total initial uh, interest rate and uh, current credit rate, 4%, guaranteed minimum interest rate, 1%, and I'm drawing, uh, I'm getting what I want out of it, it yearly. Basically, I put my money in with the intention of getting enough at the end of the year to pay my taxes on my house. Yeah, so what are you expecting in interest a year from it on an annual basis? Did it give you a five-year rate? A thousand. Mm. Okay. Well, it sounds like you have a multi-year guaranteed annuity. The reason I was just exploring of how the structure, so if it was, say, a fixed indexed annuity, so you get the upside of any correlated 
indexes that it's linked to, typically those do not have a renewal period after the five years, which would restart a surrender period. But sometimes when you get a fixed interest, or I'll call it a CD annuity, and they may have, say, you're getting 2.9% annually for five years. I'm just throwing a number. Let's round it to 3% to simplify it. And typically what happens is you have a window to undo that or it automatically renews at the new declared rate for that next period. So that is something to be clear on on the structure of that because you could well be done with a surrender period or it could restart at a new interest rate there. Okay, so I need to be on top of it come, uh, it specifically says surrender charge period five years. So in five years, I need to make sure that there isn't a transition of some kind to a different uh, interest rate and then uh, a different um, surrender charge. Yeah, that that information would be in your annuity and before oh. that period comes up, if there's a renewal period, you're going to receive a notice from sure. the insurance company on that, in that case. Okay. Sounds like I you picked that up at a bank. Is that what uh, you were well, referring? I actually I went through I went through another financial advisor that uh, I uh, I listened to a lot of radio. <laughs> okay. I'll just put it that way. Um, it just sounds line, like it, my observation. It just sounds like they didn't quite go over everything with you. I, uh, at the same time, this is um, you know it, it's the only amount of money that I had to put away. And it's not anything that I've ever done before. Okay. So, therefore, um, you know, I was told to put it away. I wanted a thousand at the end of it each uh, year to help me with my taxes. Okay. Uh, they gave me something that I'm not going to be uh, in any situation where the market's going to go up and down. That's why I got an annuity. It's basically, uh, from what I was told, like an, uh, an insurance you know, account with a bank, and I would be guaranteed a 4% interest. The initial interest rate guarantee is five years, so therefore the surrender charge is five years of various percentages. It sounds like that CD annuity, so I'd be careful at the end of the five years on that. And you're right, you've got a fixed interest annuity. You don't have any market exposure or downside to that. And um, if that's what it was set up to do, I fully expect it to fulfill those obligations for you. But as as always, and anybody else listening, when you have questions about this or looking at an annuity or wanting to bounce it off for a second opinion, hey, we're happy to help you with that, either by calling into the show or call my office. So glad to help you. One other question about the maturity date. Oh, yes. Now, do you know know why it's, it's so far into the future. I mean, uh, this is just going to keep rolling. I, I have to stay on top of it, obviously. Yeah, maturity date's a whole other thing. And an example, uh, and just say hypothetically, they gave you a maturity date out at 2040. And let's say you're going to be 95 or 100 at that point. The maturity date basically means if you've not, and I'm going to simplify it, but it means if you've not started taking money out of that annuity by then they're going to start sending you 
money because basically they're essentially <laughs> saying, hey, at this time, you kind of need to do something else with the money. You need to start taking <laughs> some out. That's what it is. You know, it'd be that okay. case where Charlene forgot she had this money and they now need to start sending <laughs> it to her. I don't think that's going to okay. be the case or is it ever the case, but that's what that right. means. Yeah. So they just, yeah, there has to be some form of a date there. Okay, I totally understand now. That makes all the sense in the world. Awesome. So I'm going to stay on top of this, and I appreciate it very much. I, I enjoyed talking with you. Y'all have a good night. You too, Charlene. Thank you, Charlene. I know you guys can follow up, but I got some comments too. Yeah. All right, so what it, I was concerned about. You start, about, and I'll pause because I've got thoughts as well okay here's where i thought that was going because we've had so many of the calls in the past where the people have their surrender period set up and then they say hey i'm i'm getting to the end of my surrender period what am i supposed to do with this money well what do you want it to do well i want it to uh, reinvest it keep growing you could just leave it there and then you still get the growth you were getting without the liquidity issues because you know people want safety liquidity in return well now you do have a little bit of safety and you do have the liquidity back. Your return maybe isn't going to be as big as some of these other riskier things, but it, it actually is something you you could just leave it there and it would be better. You're talking about beyond the five years? Yes. Well, subject to what the renewal rates are on that. Now, let's say she could go out and shop that rate and do a 1035 exchange to another one that paid a different rate or shift that money. But she has an income need for distributions and... She has options at the end of five years to make some other choices. Here's my thoughts from annuities. Annuities are an asset class. Life insurance is an asset class, whether you know that or not, just like stocks are an asset class, bonds are an asset class. So it depends on how you're purposing those tools. And just like Charlene uh, probably was not going over her annuity as I would like to have seen it gone over with her. So she kind of has an understanding there. Not to say that she wasn't, because there's sometimes where you can go over that information and, and people, you know, it's just new stuff and, and they might not have picked up on it when being gone over. So I give benefit of the doubt because that's kind of what she said. She says, well, I wanted something safe, but I had some savings. I wanted to get to work at a better yield and she needed that interest or distribution from it for that goal. So that could be the case, but it's important that you understand what you have and the structure of it. I don't think she was familiar with those options at the end of the five years, but they're there. That information is inside the contract, but sometimes it's a pretty good read. Not everybody likes to do that or necessarily understand the lingo in that case. And I, I do like those financial tools for that asset class. I, I, I like interest annuities, you know, kind of the CD like, and they kind of gave it reference to it's like a bank, but insurance companies and banks are not the same thing. A bank is FDIC insured and annuities and life insurance and insurance products are backed up by each state's guarantee act and ultimately the reserves of the insurance company. The guarantee act is kind of a backstop behind that as well. So to understand those are two different things that she has there as as well. And I, I also like certain 
fixed indexed annuities because indexes, you get the upside of the index, but a fixed annuity protects you from any downside market exposure because you're not investing in the market you're linking to. I'm not a fan of variable annuities. That's just an expense. To me, ultimately, that's an expensive way to invest where the fixed interest annuity like Charlene had and what I prefer on fixed indexed annuities, I prefer no fees on those. So it's a lot cleaner financial tool and I have a bias towards annual reset, meaning we lock in the gains each year as well. So if you're out there talking to somebody, I'm kind of biased. You ought to come in and talk to my firm. If somebody's proposing it to you, you want a second opinion, I'm kind of biased. Come talk to our firm and we will give you the straight skinny on that. And we can probably handle the same things anyhow. Steve, Homa, you're next up on Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. How can we help you, Steve? James and uh, Gregory, look, thank you all so much. Let me just say, long-time listener, I had this question about, hypothetically, that if I end up like in a fixed annuity and also an index annuity, because that would give a little growth, we're just talking hypothetically, is... If I get on the stick right now at 65, well, then I'll have maybe gone through those surrender uh, charges and fees by the time I get 70. It'd be smart to get with it, huh? Well, on fixed annuities, if you're using it, and I kind of think of them as bond-like tools, Yes, sir. a fixed indexed annuity, and I can't name names on on the show without... uh, running five minutes of disclosures at the end, but we've got several that we like really well from historical performance and there is no fees on these. No, nothing's taken out of your account value. Wow. If you're adding an income rider to a fixed indexed annuity, there's going to be a fee for that income rider. So basically we're saying, unless you're adding something specific to it, there is no fees on a fixed interest annuity. Once again, there's no fees coming out of that account. Yes, sir. Now, now the surrender period is for a full walk away, meaning there's a fee to exit. That's your liquidity. There's a fee you pay to be able to undo it all. With that said, if you're wanting to start distributions year two, year three, year five, you can start taking income and distributions from that, even though it still may have a few years on the surrender period. We don't like annuities that go beyond 10 years on annuities, on fixed indexed annuities. Typically, we're working in a range of 7 to 10, depending on what the client needs done. And if you're using a fixed interest annuity, it's specific to that interest rate guarantee period. So if you're getting a five-year, and I'll just call it a five-year CD annuity, you'll have a exit fee, fee for surrender during that five years. I'm talking about, and uh, yeah, Gregory, I have stuff that the interest rate went up, but I'm trying to stay from restarting those CDs for five years and hold off till I come see y'all. And uh, so I got to really get with it. And uh, I apologize for not seeing y'all earlier because, boy, I'm hurting. And what happens is I want to mention to you in regard to uh, prospectuses, 
I didn't know a darn thing about prospectuses either, but I read, I read them enough to where the 12B1 fees became you and incorporated. So they were hard to read, but if you're desperate like me and you want to find out what's going on with your money, well, I read enough of them, I could compare what was going on, and then I learned how to read them. So desperation was more for me than inspiration, and I really appreciate your program, and uh, I'm going to be getting over there. I'm taking care of everybody else but me, so uh, thank you all very much once again. Hey, Steve, and did I catch you within three months of your 65th birthday? Yes, sir, and I went and applied for uh, the Medicare, as you're supposed to do, three months before. That's right. Just wanted to check. All right. Yeah, and look. James, I figured you were going to say that, and I appreciate it. And uh, so thank y'all so much. Y'all, y'all great. And, of course, the website's got all kinds of information. What can I say? Thank y'all once again. Thanks, Steve. Thank yeah. you, Steve. Come appreciate see it. us beginning of the year. All right. What a great guy. Glad to help him out again. Yeah, you know, that's another one you could accuse of being a setup. They're like, where'd you find him at and get him to call? Yeah, even plugged your website at the end. Yeah, uh, plug the website. Sometimes uh, y'all shouldn't be uh, so nice when you call. Just say <laughs> James is ugly or something in there, so they don't. But think you it's know, better. sometimes people do confuse a surrender period with not having access to that. If we're setting up one of those accounts for the the safe money, the risk averse is you you've got access to the money during the surrender period you can turn on income this doesn't lock you out from having access so that's kind of one of those urban myths oh i can't get to it for 10 years it's you know some of, of them you though. can start income immediately meaning take out distributions we've so had cd annuities uh say a 5 year and and you know and and i i talked to people like ladies we do you think four percent's a reasonable expectation over time i said yeah we're getting four percent on five-year cd annuities now that's net money to you so yeah we can get four percent as a reasonable expectation so if your money works based on a four percent outlook going forward i'd say you're in pretty good shape well we're over three percent on 10-year treasuries so not too far. What we're on three-year treasuries, three point four CD annuities, five-year four percent. What we have the people that call in, they're like, my surrender period is almost up. What do I do with it now? Nothing, nothing. You shouldn't have to do anything. But what I find is when surrender periods end, people are getting lit up. Like calling, oh, we need to do this. You churn. can do this. Yeah, it's a churn. That that's a, that should be a warning to you. Like I I need to call Gregory and get a second opinion. Is what that sh- that's what should click in your head if somebody's kind of saying, yeah your surrender's up. We could, we need to do this this and this with it. Well, it should. What it means is surrender periods up means the clock is up. It should be able to continue doing its job. The only reason you move is, well, it wasn't doing what it was supposed to, what I thought it was. Then, yeah, that's a reason to move it, but it needs to be justified, not just because the surrender. Do you want to keep money in surrender forever? You know, you were in a surrender period. You want to go into another one? Not really. Unless it could do what it's supposed to do. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us today. Hearing Gregory help Steve and Charlene understand how the surrender period on their annuities work. Just want to remind you, you have a complimentary download on this topic waiting for you. Go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 35, gregoryricks.com slash podcast 35. But I do have a day job that goes with that. I'm a financial advisor, money manager, IRA Sherpa, 
in a sense, help people with all these types of questions regarding the required minimum distributions, how to handle rollovers, how to set it up, how to grow it. Where are you on your financial path? Do you know where you're headed? How is it going to look when you get there? What is your risk number? My office number is 504-832-9200 or go to gregoryricks.com. Thanks for hanging out today. We do this six days a week. Catch all of our episodes live and on podcast with winningatlife.com and the Winning at Life app. We are Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management, Gregory Ricks and Associates, WJ Blanchard Law, LLC, Jay Heath and Company, and Mortgage Gumbo are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Annuities are insurance contracts designed for retirement or other long-term needs. They provide guarantees of principal and credited interest subject to surrender charges. Annuity guarantees and protections are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurer. Roth conversion is a taxable event and may have several tax-related consequences. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Gregory Ricks and Associates is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute legal or tax advice. Our firm is not affiliated or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory Ricks and Associates. We are Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks.